This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Folks, <laughs> folks, welcome Boys. back. Boys, how are you doing out there in Missouri at oh, God. 11.45 at night? Just there was Ugh. screaming, there was pounding, there was... Slapping, there was hugging, oh, there was crying, there it was, was everything. everything, folks. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. Oh, what's up, guys? And via cell phone, we've got Kyle the Coach Duggan on with us as well. SoFi parking lot, I believe, right? Ooh, yeah, can you guys hear me? <laughs> Yeah, he's yes. very spooky. The ghost from SoFi Stadium. That's yeah. right. We we don't have a, a picture for Kyle. He's doing multiple things. He's driving. He's hosting a podcast. He's, he's parenting. Got babies in the back seat. <laughs> I got it's, two uh, kids. I got three kids in the back. Yeah, we got a lot going on over here. But there's a lot going yeah, on. A, so we got we got a W. We got a W, oh folks. My God, did we? Yes, and in honor of the W, we've seen the victory shots going around. Kyle is driving, so he cannot partake. But Kevin and I, we have our victory shot here. Cheers to all of you who have tagged us. Mm, makers mark. Oh God! Mm, let's make us. Let's make our mark These here, are Kevin. A little heavy pours. Too. Yeah, Mister. Oh, I poured I them light. Too. Come on, <laughs> here we go. I'm flammable. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <sighs> that was cute, guys. Oh, he's uh, got a chaser. I don't have anything. This yep. sucks. Go f- yourself. Oh, um, all right. Let's ride. <laughs> All right, let's folks. Ride. Well, Everyone, let's. We were leaving the stadium. Everyone's like, Broncos country. You tried. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. We've got a winner game to talk about. You all know this. You all submitted some Ask Ball fans at the last second. And my God, you folks were ready. You listened. You heard the call and you answered. You and came out big. Goodness gracious. This might be more than a regular episode. Hell you guys yeah. We're is. so freaking ready. 
And uh, yeah, we've got lots to talk about, all the players and stuff like that. But first and foremost, let's take it over to Kyle. Kyle, how was the experience? Monday night football, big game to go to. Uh, I saw that you made it to Thunder Rally. Congratulations with you and the fam. (laughs) Uh, What all happened? What all went down? Well, I appreciate the congratulations. It, is, it was a big task to get over there. Um, but yeah, it was good. We went over to quote unquote lightning lane. It's the, it's the row right next to the thunder alley. Cause yeah. my three month old and thunder alley may, it may have, I don't know. It's like a little, it may not have meshed at the greatest time. So we went over to senior snappy's booth and we saw the brisket broads. We got to see nice. Karen Nice. Um, so, so you saw all the greats. Extremely successful trip. Oh yeah, we saw we saw the legends. Um, <laughs> didn't get to see Jim Mills. Oh, he was probably already bad. in there hanging out. But yeah, right. it was it was great. It was it was awesome. Got to hang out, talk, walked with the broads all the way all the way into the stadium. Good, <laughs> um, good. That's good company. Yeah. They were posting some hot stuff on on Instagram. Yeah, and so were you. We saw you guys. Yeah. What was the dance you guys were doing? I I don't know what That's that our was. Most popular post so far of 2022. <laughs> Please explain. Oh, yeah. I feel old. It's just a trending video going around, so we jumped on it and yep, me just mimicked like whatever the dance was. Yeah, yeah, we just it, we just we just re- replicated it. It was fun. Okay, you did great. I work. got laughed at by everyone in Thunder Alley. People Good. are telling me they'll dance. Teach me, <laughs> coach me. Move the hips. Yeah, awesome. It, it was great. Um, we got in. We got into the stadium. We got in there super early. The boys got my boys got to watch warmups, which was really fun. Um, the stadium. It was there was there was a decent amount of orange still as far as fans go. Um, so it wasn't really what I expected from a Monday night game. I I was expecting a lot of energy. I think because the Broncos have been so boring to watch. I think that was kind of the vibe that we all that a lot of the fans took into the game. Uh, uh. It just it wasn't it wasn't like the primetime Thursday night game against the Chiefs last year. Um, it wasn't even like the Steelers game last year in prime time. It was, it's just the whole crowd kind of felt a little bit down and a little bit blah. Um, and it <laughs> translated over to the game for quite a while. Very good. Well, uh, during the game itself, what did you see from where you were sitting as far as, you know, the players, the execution, as far as, you know, schemes and all that kind of stuff? What, what, what did you observe as a coach sitting in the stands? Yeah. So, I- I did, again, we're back to running a lot of zone blocking. I don't know if it, Corey Lindsley not being in there or what it is, but we went back to a lot of zone zone runs, just inside zone left, inside zone right. Um, it's just not the DNA of our team. We need to get downhill, let these guys just go. Um, it was, I don't know, man. It was just a weird game. JC Jackson got like benched. Got pulled, he, yeah. He had, he had two. I, I, I didn't. They, the replays in the stadium are are atrocious. They do not do a good job of showing the, the play the play again. So, um, on the touchdown, I didn't. I didn't even see. They didn't obviously didn't show the replay because they don't want to show bad plays for the Chargers. But I, I just saw JC and Derwin on one side, and that guy was gone. And so I didn't. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I think it was in a, a missed assignment. He didn't pass him off, and you know, let the tight end just go free it was on jc jackson and we're going to get into the quotes a little later but coach said you know he just wasn't playing well and they asked him like what about this with this assignment and this all these assignments were these jc's and and coaches said yes they were wow he just he blew it tonight just on a scheme point of view and and that (laughs) from what we've gathered with the broadcast right um awesome well any anything else that stood out to you i mean you got to see the kick man 
basically just like hurl his leg at the football and will it through the uprights. Uh, just getting through his leg at the ball and then fell down after every kick. <laughs> but he made everything. He was perfect. The perfect night perfect, for the yeah. kick man. Yeah. Um, and shout out to JK doing kick up, pulling kickoff duty and putting him through the end zone. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. JK stepped up big time. Um, were there anything else? How, were there any fan interactions in the, in the stadium itself? Any bad Bronco react fan interactions or, uh, was everything pretty copacetic? Yeah, pretty smooth. We, we had a, a charger chat fan sitting right behind us. Hey, sweet. Obviously he saw the back of my head, so he didn't, yeah, he didn't know who I was. My wife being the supportive wife that she is started chatting to him. Oh my, my husband pulls up his phone and he listens to our show so um that was hey. pretty cool so shout out to i didn't remember his name shout out to a guy from el paso that listened to us uh he was an awesome dude he offered us a free beer i wish i wasn't oh. driving i would have absolutely taken it <laughs> shout out to you brother absolutely that's fantastic well um awesome well you made it through the game unscathed you took the dub with you um and that's and are you still in the in the parking lot right now or have you hit street yet we're in the streets of Inglewood right now, making our way to the freeway. Fantastic. Long drive home. Drive, drive safe, my man. Absolutely. Yes. Please drive safe. Uh, All right. We'll, we'll try to come back to Kyle here. Uh, when we get to the ask bolt fam, we'll see where he's at on the, uh, on the 15, I guess on the way home. Um, maybe he'll make it back home by the time we get there. We'll find out, but Kyle, glad you made it buddy. And, uh, yeah, before that, let's let's. Do you want to do the announcement while he's with us? Okay, Kyle, hold on to your butts, uh, folks. We talked okay. about it last episode. <laughs> we have a huge announcement to talk about. This was something that uh, we were talking about doing for quite some time. Some of you even said, "Hey, you guys should do this," and we were kind of apprehensive about it. We weren't really sure if it was something yeah. that that matched what we do and what we bring to the table, but. Uh, the big news is here, folks. We would like to announce we officially have a Patreon account. Let's go, folks. Yes. Round of applause. We did it. We set up an account. made it. <laughs> we would love for you guys it. to come join us over there. There will be no changes to the Charger Chat that you know and love. We're still going to get episodes out every Tuesday, same. every Friday. You guys are still going to get it. Instant reactions still going to happen. Um but we will be doing some brand new exclusive segments over on our Patreon, and we would love for you guys to come and join us. Uh, you can search Charger Chat on Patreon.com or follow the link in the episode description. We'll have it down there uh, at the bottom of YouTube and probably on Spotify. Can we yeah. do that? Okay. Yeah, we'll have it all over. Is that within our... I believe so. <laughs> our... But it, it's going to be fun. You know, we're yeah. going to do a lot of new segments. We're going to do a lot of new fun things. So um, come join us, man. And it's a, it's a great way for you to help, you know, contribute to the podcast to make you know help us keep doing it at the level we want to do it absolutely at. it's not going to be a requirement for you guys to not join. At all. don't feel bad if you don't and but. don't please yeah we're not here begging and or telling or trying to make you feel right. better anything like that but we want to we want to offer more to you guys because we love doing this that's the whole yeah. thing is like we want to continue to do more of this uh and in order to do that we need to set up a patreon so um, if you guys want to go over there and join, awesome. I don't think we have anything up quite just yet, but Next we week, will. We will have our first segment, so it gives you time to get all settled, all yeah. cozy. Yeah, we'll, so don't get mad if you go and you're like, wait a minute, exclusive content, there's nothing here. This but, Monday night killed us. Yeah, so no, we'll, this Monday night, I'm surprised we're up upright right now. Yeah, like, exactly. This is, uh, the, the, this game took and, and, a lot and of And the us. game almost killed us. So, yeah, exactly. You know, so yeah. double, double down. So we will get content up there pretty quickly, but uh, we started it, we've opened it up. 
Uh, so come on, come on and join us. Come on have, down. Yeah, we'll have a good old time over at Patreon. Uh, search for Charge to Chat on Patreon. So there you go, folks. Kyle, how do you feel about getting on Patreon? <laughs> feel great. Feel great. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's thrilled. <laughs> he couldn't be happier, folks. You can hear it in his voice. So, all right. Well, Kyle, get on the road. Two eyes on the road, 10 and 2. And uh, drive safe, my friend. We'll catch you on the 15. All right, boys. Bolt up. Get love you, bye. <laughs> Get love you, bye. Love you, bye, buddy. All right, gang. Well, let's look now over at Twitter, the dangerous area that is Twitter, because holy smokes, all through this game, I was scared to look at Twitter. I know Kevin, he's, he's I, braver than me. He likes to go in face first and look around and see what's first, going on. Just hold my breath, jump in, see what happens. It wasn't good. The first, first quarter wasn't a pretty place to be. I'm sure. Um, so, yeah. So, I, uh, uh, we kind of, you know, dealt we with, came back. We though. came back. We yeah, came we, back. We, we had, pulled it around. We had fun at the end, but it was, uh, it was a wild one. It was a wild ride. And uh, Chris Airy over on Twitter said Hopkins, the hero, Chargers win. 1916 and improved to four and two, two and one in the division, four for four on field goals. Those were from 37, 31, 35, and 39 yards, respectively. The fact that he pulled that off, dude, like a couple things went down in this game. Yeah. It was the kick, the kick man in the beginning. Yes. I'm like, oh shit, I know this game's going to come down to field goals. Like, yeah. it, you just had that feeling. And then our center goes down. Like it was just like the day, the day of like the worst possible scenarios happening. Right. But somehow we overcame them. Right. You know, clap came back in. Hopkins was literally dis, you know, taking his leg off. He was off. crumbling. He was like using with his every, hands yeah. to use his leg to kick the <laughs> ball. And yeah. it was, I just, the fact that he did that, like yeah. that's like a Cinderella kind of like vibe. It was like a big deal. Yeah. Crazy the, deal that he hung in there like that. Cause kickers aren't always like, let's just be honest aren't always the strongest. The fortitude isn't the strongest. They can really sway one way or the other. They can get in their heads. How that didn't get in his head and mess with him, he was perfect today. Right. One extra point, four field goals. Yeah. He won the game. It was his game. That was his game today. It was a huge game for him. I I mean, guarantee, we haven't had a chance to see it yet, but I guarantee the game ball is going to Mr. Duskin. Without a doubt. Yeah. All five of them. Yeah. He's getting five game balls. Um, yeah, in the post-game interview, Hopkins said he couldn't tell you how far each kick was, but uh, when told his last one was for 39, he said it felt longer. So. <laughs> <laughs> he was just so, yeah, he's so disoriented and out of it. He had no idea what he was kicking. He's just like, all right, upright football, go. Yeah, just get it, get it in there. He just kicked it, I'm sure, with all of his might. I mean, it was every bit of strength. It wasn't like, yeah, maybe I'll ease up on this no, kick or something were, like that. They all had had the distance Yeah, and, and then some. Yeah. Um, when they talked to Staley in the postgame presser, Staley on the kicking game said J.K. Scott came in and kicked it off uh, doing outstanding job kicking. Uh, with Dustin, you know, early in the third quarter, you knew we were going to be careful with him. We were worried about his line because it wasn't feeling good the first time. We just wanted to make sure he was okay, loosened up a bit, a little bit, and then at the end, we had no choice. And that's the thing is we had no choice. I mean, we saw earlier on in the game, we went on a fourth down. We converted. So that felt good. Yeah. And then we had a fourth down opportunity later on and we didn't convert it and that felt like shit. So, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) Um, obviously, yeah, we needed him. The one thing that, I mean, blows my hair back about the whole thing is that Justin Herbert didn't score one touchdown. He, they shut him down. They have a great defense, man. They clearly do. And we, and we clearly, you can feel it. This is two games in a row without Lindsley. Our offensive line is different. It completely different. And yes. then at one point we went down to we Braden went to the Hines, third string, yeah, third string center, yeah, 
and we're over to be able to overcome that. Get Lindsley back. Yes. We're different, man. Lindsley is an absolute linchpin for this offensive line, and that was made very apparent this week against this game. Um, some of the big plays, we saw Drew Tranquil had himself. I think he had two sacks, actually. I think it wasn't just one, but there was <laughs> the, one where he was... Big one up the end, at the end. Well, yeah, the big one at the end, that was huge, but then there was that one earlier on where it was just like nobody blocked him. Oh, and, he, and then he uh, there was the nobody blocked him one at the end where right. he just like hit the, hit the A-hole perfectly. <laughs> right. And hit the, hit that a hole <laughs> right up that got right up in that a hole, and then the other one was then he you know uh, he was scrambling and he closed the distance on him on the outside. He thought right. he, he thought he had time to throw, right? Thought he had time to cook, but kitchen was closed. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> There's no seasoning in this cooking. <laughs> it's bland. It's bland. Very bland. It's raw ten. <laughs> it's just crazy that he went ten for ten, the best start of his entire career in the first half. Right. We made adjustments yes coach pulling mate pulled jc jackson putting in mike davis yes you have to give him credit for that that that's a big decision you're talking about pulling a guy that we just basically gave millions of dollars to to come in and be amazing uh had to basically miss the first four games i think uh due to the, the surgery the, the first game first and th third jc jackson yeah i missed the first and third okay I feel like it's it was more than that, but you're probably right. It missed missed game time though. Big after paying him a big bag of money because he had to go get surgery, had that bone, it started bothering him as soon as he got to LA. So it's like, well, let's nip this in the bud, let's get it taken care of, and just ain't been right since he's come back. Well, the problem is, is that it's not his athleticism. He he's been he, there's plays where he's been on people. He's mm -hmm. been on you know really good coverage. It's the mental part of the game. The blown coverages, not right. being in the right place. And that's something that, like, that's why Coach pulled him. Because it's not an athleticism problem. Right. It's that he wasn't ready to play. Right. And Mike Davis was ready to play. Yeah. So, I mean, and so, yeah, like you say, kudos to Staley for making that decision to look at it. Because that's, the, the I mean, the, the whole reason why I bring up the amount of money, it's like, you just paid this guy a buttload of money. Ain't no way you're going to bench him. No. But you have to if you want to win that game. And that's you, how we won it. Yeah. You, came out and Russ couldn't do anything the second half. Right. They, run, run, pass. They right. looked like the, the Chargers of old. Right. It was run, run, pass, run, run, pass. We saw it. Latavius Murray getting like four to three yards, run, run, pass. We just stopped him. We loaded the box and our right. defense absolutely showed up that second half. Yeah, I'm curious how many uh, run or yeah run yards we gave up because it, it wasn't it felt much. like we shut it down. I mean, they took, Mel they sat Melvin Gordon too. Melvin Gordon oh, only had was, three carries. He was salty tier seasoning. Oh, on the he was, yeah, he was definitely a little bit hurt. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, again, props to Staley for recognizing that this isn't going to win us the game. We need to make a change and to change a guy that is the first string to sit the first stringer, Yeah, you know, not for no reason, not because he was hurt, but because it wasn't clicking. It wasn't there. There's accountability. Yes. If you're not executing your, we have somebody else that can step in. Yeah. And that it goes to show you that we have some decent depth. We shouldn't be winning these games because we're playing a lot of second stringers, a lot of first year players, Right, but we are. Yeah. So I'm excited about this. Big time excitement. Um, yeah, Staley said on the J.C. Jackson change with Mike Davis, he said, Mike gave us a chance in the second half. It just wasn't a good enough performance, and we wanted to make a change regarding J.C. Jackson. So, yeah, um, yeah, props to him for doing that. Uh, Daniel Popper tweeted out, Will Clapp is hurt. Brandon Heim is coming in at center third stringer. Yeah, when we saw Will Clapp go down, again, don't know what, what happened with Will because we couldn't see the injury as far as what it was that hurt him. But it looked like an ankle or foot or something. He had to be sure. carried. 
I mean, it, it was like a situation of like, no, he's clearly hurt. And Brendan Hymas comes in. And we were all at one point in time excited for Brendan Hymas being a third string pick, but never really got a chance to see him perform. And you have to imagine that's because of his performance, either at practice or uh, even even preseason games or something like that. It just wasn't the same caliber mm. of player. So Brendan Hymas comes in and eh, I don't he I know he had a, a, a penalty yeah. at one point. But as far as the rest of his performance, I don't know. We're doing this so quickly, folks. We don't have but like then, PFF but numbers or anything like w- that in front w- of us. Will Clapp came back out. And, and then I, Will Clapp came back. The clap came back the very next day. Oh, the clap came <laughs> oh, back. God. You thought he was a god, but the clap came back. <laughs> it's the good clap. Um, but I have a theory. Yes. Dustin Hopkins sees Clapp sitting on the bench, walks over and says, Suck it up, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to kick these field goals. You go snap that ball, bitch. <laughs> and that's what happened. And then he got, he's like, fine, f- it, tape it up. Let's go back in the game. I was not expecting to see him at all. And he comes, I like to think it was more like, I'll go back out. If you go back, I was like, okay. I'll do it. You do it. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be friends. I, I like the idea of like, uh, Hopkins, like the very simple, calm, just doing just the like, like, suck it the f- up. And then just like walking away, like not kick me. Yeah, just <laughs> ghosting out of the frame. So I'm glad that just toughness, man. Just it, the toughness. The yeah. Guys weren't willing to, you know, the toughness and the and the strokes of luck. I mean, we've talked about in previous games that this team gets lucky in very opportune moments, and this was absolutely no exception. This was overtime. Both teams have punted the ball. We're punting the ball back away and forth, again. Back and yeah, forth. it's just whoever scores, whoever gets a kick is going to win. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Um, we kick the ball again, and the guy, I don't know, I don't know the Bronco player that was supposed to catch it, but Jasir Taylor pushed a blocker back into that guy that was supposed to catch it. And Dion Leonard comes in and grabs that ball. It happened so quick and so unexpected. I looked back at you and you. <laughs> You were just jaw on the floor. So these are plays (laughs) that have been happening to us all the time for the last 10 years. These are the stuff against us, against us, not for us. And to see something like this go for us, you got to be excited with like the way the, the cosmic alignment of crazy shit is happening. Like it just worked out. And I was, I was in shock. I like I hugged you for like 30 seconds. Well, because we I'm weren't like, sure where we're like, wait, is there going to be a flag? Like, is there a penalty? Take this away from yeah, us. Th- this this can't be for be us. Yeah, th- this is not for me. I don't deserve this. <laughs> this is I've like, never had this before. <laughs> we're like looking at a plate with a cake on the table going like, this can't be for me. Like this eat, can't be for us. Like eat that somebody's going to come in and poop on this cake yeah. or something, right? <laughs> like this can't be. Yeah. So I, we, I didn't feel like I deserved it, but it happened to us. It was meant to be. And just your Taylor, we had him on the show, um, you know, That's right after right. he was yes. drafted. Yes. Awesome dude. Showing up. You know, he's not playing on defense very much, but this teams. is one of the, the biggest play of the game, dude. Yeah. The biggest play of the game. And he stepped up and contributed. And I love that. That is so good. Yeah. Coach on the special teams turnover said, oh, my reaction was this is a great chance. JT had a lot of hang time. You know, uh, we hit hit it off there. It's going to give us a chance. Sorry, I, 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 well I, I was, I was, that was bullshit. I was literally listening to the uh, press conference and typing, and I'm not much of a typist. We're, I'm yeah. sure there's some more. Stuff We're a two man operation here, folks. Yeah. I'm writing down Bolt Fam, ask Bolt Fam questions. Kevin's over here trying to transcribe uh, interviews. I, I and wish I would have skipped that typing class in high school. <laughs> Blew it. Uh, but needless to say, was Coach happy. was happy. <laughs> 
Coach was happy. Absolutely. Um, yeah, boy, man, this game, <laughs> this low scoring game. You know, it's funny because we went into this game thinking that we were going to blow the Broncos out because of the games that they've been in because they haven't scored more than like, I think they had the graphic. It was like 15 points per game or something like that. Yeah. Like that's their average. And it's like, we can fucking do better than 15 <laughs> points a game. We can pull this thing. Gosh, apparently, no. The the defense that they have is is legit. They were able to hold us out uh, for... I, hold Justin Herbert to zero touchdowns. It's co- Dude, it is Corey Lindsley. Yeah. We were doing so many quick passes to get it out of his hands extra fast. Yeah. It was absolutely the reason why we weren't going, taking shots downfield. And we did take a few shots downfield. We did. Well, we tried. And there were yeah. some pass interference calls. And dude, it worked yeah, out that one favorite. dude had four pass interference calls on that one guy alone. And, they, and, those, and the refs yeah. themselves. They I, wanted to play tonight. They were there to make some uh, impact on the game. For who, sure. the refs? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the refs, I think, were their own team tonight. I, I think they had some, like, Monopoly chants and community chess cards, and yeah. they were like, what are we doing this one? Okay, so this one's yeah, <laughs> going directly card. to jail. Yeah, um, yeah. It, the refs, I think, were just a tad too involved, but, I mean, at the same time, you saw that the Broncos, I mean, I think going into this, they were the most penalized team in the NFL, and now yeah. getting, like, I yeah, mean, like they gave us like 160 yards. yards. Yeah, something crazy. Nuts. Yeah. So, um, I guess hats off to the refs. I can thank. Yeah, I guess thanks for helping us out. Maybe. But in the I beginning, the first quarter, they kind of screwed us. On oh yeah, it went plays. both ways for sure. There yeah. were some BS calls called both ways. Yeah. So it was or it, lack thereof. Like or they lack were thereof. Really yes. aggressive on bad ones, or the ones that were obvious they didn't call. Which right. was Just like I guess that's what we had. Yeah. Now. Like the roughing the passer one. What was that? That was was it Morgan Fox that yeah hit him above. Went down and that was Pat. I had a, Even the guy in the broadcast was like, "That's not. That's not. It. That's not it." And that's, that's all I'll say. <laughs> you're not that guy, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, Justin Herbert, uh, two th- two hundred thirty-eight yards. Averaged only four point two. Um, Lindsley, dude, it's what it is. And two sacks, same thing. Lindsley, yeah, that was that was rough. Uh, Austin Eckler had fourteen carries, thirty-six yards rushing. Uh, I think that goes to what Kyle was talking about. Like we were running, what was it, the zone runs zone as opposed runs to just the downhill. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was a couple times I saw Eckler find some good gaps, and he was able the to make some big chunks. Beginning of the game, chunks. he was yeah. going. Yeah. He, was, he was running well. Um, yeah, he his longest was 11 yards. So, yeah, yeah. There, he had some good runs. And Sonny Michelle was another guy that, I mean, as soon as we saw him out there, we were like, why? You just said Joshua Kelly should be the one getting more touches. Yeah. Why is Sonny Michelle out there? I don't know what happened to Sonny Michelle. We haven't heard specifics. He was, he was in the tent at one point. He was in the tent. Popper, and then he was on hobbling. an aerodyne bike just trying to warm up. Yeah. Something happened to one of his legs. Something happened. So we don't know what happened to Joshua Kelly. You know, T's and P's that he's okay. doing okay. But yeah, Sonny Michelle came in and we were worried, but he did was okay. serviceable. He was serviceable. The guy had eight carries for 28 yards, averaging 3.5 yards a carry. Longest of seven, longest run was seven yards. So good mix in the back. For Austin to come out, you know, if he needs to come out, and there was get a no breather. other one else to run except for Horvath, and that those, right. those two guys. That was Isaiah it. Spiller was still inactive this game, to much of our dismay. We really want to see Isaiah Spiller come out there and make an opportunity, and he might get that now, depending on what happens with Joshua Kelly. I mean, if Joshua Kelly is going to be hurt for any extended period of time, we may get a chance to see Isaiah Spiller come out there. And I will say this: ball security was good. We haven't ball security was great. On the ground. And ball security, I can't believe. Well, it's because they took Melvin Gordon out. Melvin Gordon only had three carries. Otherwise, we might have seen a slippery fumble ruski out there, but yeah, didn't happen. No. Um, receiving yards: Austin Eckler, ten receptions for forty-eight yards, uh, averaging four point eight. That's your top receiver. Uh, Josh Palmer got fifty-six. I just mean the receptions and oh the actual receptions themselves. That, yeah, he goes, received most. Yeah. It goes the show. They weren't throwing yeah. downfield at all. They were checkdowns. They were quick plays. Yeah. There was one 
Austin had one uh, slant that he caught. I was like, holy shit, he was lined up as a wide receiver. How awesome right, is he? Right, right, yeah. But most of the time, it was just checkdowns. They were trying to get the ball out of his hands so freaking quick. Yeah. And we never got to challenge him down the field because he just never had enough time. Yeah. And thanks to Justin for like being active, moving in the pocket, still being Justin. And he just quite wasn't himself tonight. No, there the was, accuracy wasn't quite there. There was something that is. was very clearly off. I don't know if it was injury related, if it was head related as far as like mind games with himself or or just the Denver's defense was just so pushing so hard in the offensive line. I mean, we're dealing again with a backup center. We're dealing with a backup left tackle and you got Trey Pipkins on the right. I know we've been singing Trey Pipkins praise the first part of this season, but he had a couple of couple Trey of oopsies. didn't have his clearly has a knee problem because he was not looking that too. Yeah. Tonight. You've got an injured Trey as well. So yeah, um, he's not the quickest. The lateral movements are not what they were to start the season. And so. and we're still without Keenan Allen. I, again, arguably one of the best route runners in the league. Um, so something about it felt different. I mean, these guys were able to get to Justin Herbert a lot better than Cleveland was as far as like their pass rush defense. And the same thing with Houston Texans. That just wasn't the same. Denver Broncos obviously have a different one. They have, so a better, I mean, they have a good defense. Yeah, they've got a good pass rush and they've got a good defense. And it was enough, I think, to get Herbert a little shook, which is just not something that we're used to seeing. We're used to seeing Justin Herbert perform, excel like under pressure. Like he's one of those cute quarterbacks that like has a higher QB rating when playing under pressure. And we didn't get a chance to see that this evening. Something else, something was just different. It could have been just a compound amount of things. But we um, got the win. It's we we all, got the dub. We're not going to go back and look at this and be like, oh, man, that was a close one. No, 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 no. And, and please don't Victory take any of this as like, man, we f***ing <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, we got a dub. Oh, you know us better than that, folks. We are not, not in that us. mindset. It's just you got to be able to look at this and go like, okay, something was wrong with Justin Herbert. Don't know what it was. Hopefully he gets it figured out. And hopefully some of that comes back when we get Corey Lindsley back from whatever his illness is, too. I mean, obviously, when it came out, Staley was like, yeah, day to day, a 24 hour deal and like three days passed and we still didn't get him back. So whatever Lindsley's dealing hopefully with, hopefully, hopefully he feels better. And uh, it was good to see Keenan Allen out on the sideline, uh, at least there. present at the game. We haven't seen him present at any of the games. So he said he, he was talking to a player beforehand and he said, I'll be back next week. There you go. I'll be back next week. So if we can get Lindsley back, if we can get Keenan Allen back, I think it's going to be how like big different. of a difference is that going to make? No, it's just like really good defense. They've held like the amount of points they've held other teams. Who's to. the next team that we're playing? I haven't even Seattle. looked at the schedule. Oh, Seattle. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, let's they played ride. they played well together, <laughs> but, you know, let's just get our, I just want to get our guys back. Let's, hey, we get all these wins without the guys that are, should be returning later in the season. Mm -hmm. These are just like bonus moments. It feels like it's like house, house money kind of, I know it's not, but it's yeah. like, it's like we get through with like these second, third string players. That's a huge dub. They're even if it's they're a squeaked it out, out win, it, it, it out. <clears throat> even if it's a lucky win, you're winning with a team that is banged up. Yeah. You know, we're without Joey Bosa. We're without Jalen Guyton for the Jalen Guyton for the rest of the year. We're without Rashawn Slater for the rest of the year. And we've got all these other injuries and illnesses that guys are dealing. We're dealing with a kicker that, <laughs> that who knows crumbled after every kick. Yeah. And we, we got the win. So keep the garbage to a minimum, folks. That's all I'm saying. We've got a lot to celebrate here. This is a this is a lucky win, but it's a great win to have nonetheless. Absolutely. Um, and you know, what else is a win? <laughs> it's our website, chargerchat.com. Go check it out. We have all great stuff over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. Uh, you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in our members section and ask questions and ask both fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. All right, gang. Well, there's no
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bolt Insight. There's no uh, fan focus. We just have Ask Bolt Fam because you guys, again, <laughs> I can't believe how many people were like ready. They were ready to go. They pulled because I mean, fast. I'm not talking like we have like some one liners here. You guys were ready with scripts <laughs> that were pretty That's... chunky. So uh, let's see if we can reach back out to Kyle, the coach Duggan, and see if we can get him back on here. <laughs> Time to put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> Guys, don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. I wet myself in excitement. Oh, so hungry. Your thoughts are like totally appreciated. <laughs> Catch you later, dude. Good luck, boy. All right, gang. It is Ask Bolt Fam. We've got the disembodied voice of Kyle, the coach Duggan, joining us. Kyle, are you there? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Spooky. One ghost whale for yes, two for no. Um, all right, folks, like I said, a lot of you came out with some questions. And again, apologies if I don't get to you. We are trying to get this done like as quickly as possible right after the game. So if you ask a question and I don't get to it, I apologize. We'll be back on regularly scheduled program next week. So yep. um, let's start this off with Maui Bolt fan certified for it, who Maybe. asked a question prior to the game so there might be some stuff in here that doesn't quite click but we're gonna go with it so here we go huge fan here started off listening to other chargers podcasts but the last couple months it's clear who the best is and that's you bros (laughs) but i digress i've got a theory as to why eckler has recently come on so strong and i think it has to do with him getting fatigued by the end of the previous seasons this year he skipped otas and i think it was a good move just like Olympic athletes try to peak every four years, I think Eck made the conscious decision to peak later in the season rather than get worn out by the end. I think he's prepared his body to be strong as f- in January when 
We are in the playoffs. The emergence of JK is only to help this. Speaking of peaking, do you think Staley needs to adjust how practices are being conducted? Our defense came out so fast and hard the first two weeks, it was like a gravity bong hit from like a 10-gallon bucket, <laughs> man. Uh, since then, they've looked noticeably slower. I know Staley's a big sports performance guy, but what gives, man? Finally, one of the best things about moving to Maui, and there are many, is watching Charger games at 7 a.m. The beer tastes better and weed just smells more weedy. <laughs> Fuck, waiting around all day. I want my Chargers first in the a.m. and then I can decide if I want to do something else or watch the Raiders get sodomized by whoever they're playing that week. <laughs> Caleb, you bye. I'm jealous. Yeah. Maui. <laughs> Watching the bolts in Maui, baby. I love it. Aloha. 7 a.m. is a little too, little too much. <laughs> 7 <a. m. laughs> For a family beers. man, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. You get the whole day, though. When the game's over, it's like, you know, the kids are just ready to get going. So it kind of works true. out pretty nicely. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, the question, do you think uh, Staley needs to adjust how practices are conducted? Defense coming on strong first two weeks and now looking a little slower. We flip-flopped it this week. Right. It came out like shit, and we got better at the end. So I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like Cleveland, we came out super slow too. They put up fourteen on us right, right away. So right. I don't know if if they change something, then change it back because the first two weeks were great. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, hard to say if it's a practice situation or if it's just you know. Again, we've got some banged up players on here. You know, we're without Joey Bosa right now. Um, JC Jackson clearly not you know at his peak right now. So. Hard to say if it's necessarily practice or a lack of uh, lack of key players out there, but uh, it's a good observation there, uh, Maui Bolt fan. So thank you for asking the question. Um, let's move it on to one now, a little bit more current. This is Cerberus21, who asked the question. Okay, Will Duck said we had to get this in basically within like three seconds after the game, so I hope I'm quick enough. Okay, I'm just going to roll through the points since uh, we're short on time and my heart is racing so fast I might die before I finish my list, okay? <laughs> okay, number one, Russell Wilson is great when you leave receivers or tight ends wide open for miles. Okay, number two, Herbert is struggling. Oh my goodness, this Broncos defense is legit. Okay, number three. Did Eckler just carry five guys into the end zone? You bet your donkey ass he did. Okay, number four. Wait, is J.C. Jackson benched? Is the defense top five without J.C. Jackson? This all will be my question as I'm sure I'll, I'll make it to the end of this game. I'm not sure if I'll make it to the end of this game. Uh, number six. If you're calling enough flags for 250 plus penalty yards, then you need to ruin somebody else's football game. I hate the Broncos more than any AFC West team. And even and even I'm here saying these calls on both sides are complete shit. Okay, uh, number five. Oh, wait a minute. We skip. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. score a touchdown. And this game is over. Herbert, please. My heart can't <laughs> clear <laughs> <laughs> overtime. No, no, no. It won't last. What? What's that? After 97 punts, the Broncos were the one to make the critical special teams error. Okay. Number six. Again, uh, Hopkins has his Michael Jordan flu game on a bum leg. Yahoo! <laughs> and we get out both him with a huge. Chargers country, let's motherfucking ride. I felt his energy. Uh, that's exactly how I felt watching the end of that game. All these things running through my head. Couldn't make sense of it. Shit. There was a lot, a lot to digest there. Yeah, there was, <laughs> it was just one thing after another. Seeing Russell Wilson have almost a game, a, a good solid game. I mean, his first quarter, 10 for 10, was just like, no, come on. Yeah. This can't so, be it. Yeah. <laughs> this can't be happening. Um, but let's see, wait, so his question is, 
Uh, is the defense top five without J.C. Jackson? Do you think that he's made enough critical errors to really hold this team back from being a top five defense? Just thinking back through some of the some of the mistakes that I remember that Thursday. I mean the the Chiefs game we had the Thursday night game. He that touchdown went right over his hands on a that giant touchdown pass that kind of really shifted the energy of the game. Um, there's been I don't know. He just made a lot a lot of mistakes and you kind of. We, we were giving him the out of the injury and this last week he came back and said, Nope, it's not the injury. I'm hundred percent fine. I have no idea what's going on with Jason Jackson. It's a, it's, it's, I don't know. I, and I, I can't make sense of why he's playing so poorly. Right. But do you think his poor performance is holding the team back from being a top five defense? Yeah. I mean, you, you look at big play, big plays just are backbreakers. As soon as, Right. He can't. He had two two giant plays that he gave up tonight. In the second half, we basically shut him out outside of the offense turning it over and handing him three points. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's it's clear from half to half this in this game that he had, he was a big issue. All right. Well, there you go, Cerberus twenty one. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. Well, I'll say, I'll say. Yeah, we win. <laughs> no, I say no question. Uh, just love for the boys and Hopkins with the fight. I say fight of a Wolverine family, trust, brotherhood, love the win. Let's ride all over the ponies. K, I say K, love you. Bye. It's just so nice getting these AFC West wins, dude. It's, That's it's right. They're, so big, they're big deals. Big win. It's yeah. Like, even when we didn't win by a lot, it was still like you get out of these games with a win. It still feels just as good as like blowing somebody still a dub at it the end of really the day. Does. And it's a dub that they fought for. I mean, especially I mean, tell that to Dustin Hopkins. I mean, like that guy gave his body, put his body on the line to get that win. Uh, this, I mean, you could say it was luck, but I, obviously, without Dustin Hopkins' fight, dude, it would have been a completely different game. Two weeks of luck, all day, all day. Give it to me all day, all day, every day. Uh, House of Pain, thank you for shouting out. Let's move on now to Tyler Foffy Foster, who asked the question. Glad we got it out. The W. But why? Why must every single game be like this? Can't love you, bye. Yeah. I, I I don't know. They they threw out an interesting stat while the game was going on that like there are a record number of games that are being won by less than eight points through the first six weeks. Yeah. And some that are even less than that. So yeah, there's just a every every team is a competitor in this league right now. I mean, you can argue, you know, power rankings and stuff like that, but the, the they're all good teams, and all all the teams I think to some degree or another are dealing with injuries of some kind. So they've got guys that are having to step up and be scrappy about it and and eke out some of these wins. And I think this is just one of those situations. I mean, it seems to happen to the Chargers more often than anybody else. I'd be curious if anybody else has yeah. more wins or losses within a score than the Chargers do right now. It seems like there's like a, a lot of identities that haven't been found on teams yet. Like True. Yeah. It, you know, there's a couple teams that are playing lights out, like Buffalo and um, Philadelphia. Like, they're playing their best stuff. But to, what does that mean they're going to continue that? I don't know. I always kind of look at the teams that kind of start a little rough off but have a decent record and finish strong. Those are the guys you got to worry about. Right, yeah. Good point. All right. Tyler Foffey, thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to Emotional as Freak. Sort of my fresh. Maybe. Who asked the question? Does Herbie know he's sexy as f***? Fantastic question. Um, 
I have to imagine he does. I'd imagine there's a level he's, of... He's a humble boy, but I think he knows. You don't have the flow and with the hair around if you don't know <laughs> that you have a little sexy as fuck vibe, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think also with some of these commercials he's been doing lately, he's been doing a lot. I mean, you've got SoFi he's all Banking, over. you've got Dr. Squatch, Chipotle. Beltong. Come on. He's all... He's all he knows everybody wants he's him. Into, he's into the food. He is. And he's into the SoFi loans. That's right. That's right. That's right. Emotional is freak. I think he knows, but thank you for asking the question. Yes. Let's move it on now to JV, who asked the question. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Our kicking luck is taking a turn for the better. Can we please give a round of applause to our kicking, kick, 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 man? Board up. Round of applause. Yes. It was his Dude, game. The kick man. He sealed, won, sealed the deal. We won this game on defense and special teams. I never thought I would. Yeah, who would have thought that was going to be what was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, special teams. Uh, I mean, you talk about Dustin Hopkins kicking every freaking field goal, even the extra point. Yeah. <laughs> even the one that only gave him one extra point. He still gave everything gave to kick that all. puppy through the uprights. But he's the reason, the reason for the season. It yes. really is. He's the reason why we won that game. He is. Down. Um, and, and but then and also on special teams for the for the punt for the punt situation and you know they they muffed a punt earlier in that game too that we weren't able to recover but obviously the one at the end I mean it, it is that do you think that's a to me that seems like a game tactic Kyle for special teams like if you see a guy who is blocking you but close to the guy that's supposed to be catching the punt do you think that's an instinctual thing to push him into the guy trying to catch the punt or was it a luck situation? Do they practice for stuff like that? Yeah. Well, I listened to Drew Tranquil's interview after the, after the game mm -hmm. and the way that he described it, it sounds like it's something that they work on. He was like, interesting. What? I don't, I don't remember who the player was, but he was like, Hey, just here, Taylor. A, yeah. He's like, Taylor had a super heads up play and pushed his man right into the return guy. So it sounds like something that they discussed and talked about and, yeah, and it's just it's crazy with the hang time that JK could put on the ball, the amount of people that were there when the ball was caught. You know, it's yes. like normally there's one guy, maybe one guy right there on top right. of it. There was like six or seven dudes, defenders on there were Chargers Broncos all over the ball when that ball went into turf. So yeah. Impressive. That that that's awesome that they practiced for something like that. The opportunity showed itself. And Jasir Taylor said, I know what to do. Yeah. And was able to be quick enough to push the guy back into him. So a lucky opportunity, but it's only from Jasir having practiced that and knowing what to do in that moment are we able to really succeed and 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 take take the win, take the dub off of something like that. That's awesome. JV, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Mr. Pecker. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Hi, dearies. I hope your blood pressure has come back down to a healthy level. Did D. Hopkins really just carry the bolts on his back, nay, his leg, torn and rippling in his tight pants? <laughs> but anyways, uh, do what, uh, don't you think of player of the week being D. Hopkins? Thank you, loves. Donkeys wear orange. Both fam wears blue. Family trust, respect. And, oh yeah, F the Chiefs too. <laughs> All right, D. Hopkins, player of the week. Yeah. Sure. Definitely, yeah. Hands yeah. down. 
Yeah, show me a guy that had more fight that had to go back out there. It wasn't a... There's no choice. Like, right. There's no choice there, man. We don't have a backup kicker on the roster. Right. You have um, J, uh, Scott, who went out of his mind kicking out of the back of the end zone all day. Right. But kicking field goals is a different... Absolutely. Different totally thing. different ball game. So I'm just so glad he was able to do that and right. proud of him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Player of the week, Dustin Hopkins. We agree, Mr. Pecker. Thank you for asking and the welcome. question. And welcome. Let's move it on now to Brian LaRoe and shout out to Coach Lago and Blonded Surfer. You guys all asked the same questions, but I'm going with Brian LaRoe, who asks, Is JC done? D got obviously better with him off the field. Is a wide receiver a need? I'd say it is. All right. Is JC done? Of course not, dude. We're talking about a guy who's had five games in a, what was his contract? Three, four, five years, something He's like that. for a while. He's here for a while, folks. So is he done? No. Does he need to get things cleaned up and get better? Yes. Obviously, yes. There's been it's been a weird thing this last week where it's overreaction to everything. It's yeah. like Brian Dable won a football game. Oh, I wish we would have hired Brian Dable. You know what I mean? Like right. the, the the instant reaction to negativity is just kind of bumming me out right now on, on social media. Yeah. Um, so I'm not ready to give up on him yet. He's still has the most interceptions by any player. He's just not comfortable right now. There's something not clicking. There's something not working. And yeah. it's like we said earlier, it's not fi his physical abilities, it's mental abilities and, right. and blowing coverages. So right. I, I don't think he's done. I, I'm happy as shit that Michael Davis is good enough to step in and do that. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that's a look at that as a positive, not yeah. a negative, I think. Yeah, we might uh, see a completely different JC Jackson after the bye week. Um, no, yeah, I, I don't think JC Jackson's done. I I don't remember the last time I saw a starting number one corner get benched at halftime, though. Nope. But that's a, don't. Wouldn't you say that's an awesome aspect of Coach Staley? Yeah, I mean he had the balls to sit his guy. I guess. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we want out of our head coach, right? It's yeah, make the hard decisions, put the right guys on the field, regardless of how much you pay them. Yeah, there you go. Get the win. That's all that matters. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, is wide receiver a need? Yeah, yes. it is. We'll get it back. We we'll need get Keenan him back. Bad. We'll get it back. We'll be good. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Short and sweet. Brian LaRoe, Coach Ligo, and Blondet Surfer. Thank you guys for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kyle T, who asked the question. Woo! Way to go, Kickman! The Kickman doesn't need two legs. One and a half is sufficient. Screw the distance. It hurts the same. Our team fought and clawed and won. What's your take on the defensive improvement with JC getting benched? Kyle, did you have any insight on that? Because we we only saw what the what the TV broadcast showed us. We didn't see you know anything that ran out of the screen. So did you see anything different as far as JC Jackson getting benched? Yeah, versus Davis. Well, just the defense being oh, an improvement oh. after JC getting benched. God, like how big yeah, of a no. how big of an impact well, there, was that? There there was no more blown coverage. I'll, I'll say that much. Right? There was no right. just free plays and. Mike Davis had a huge pass breakup there on one of those. I think it was on a third down. He had a big pass breakup. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Mike Davis was pissed off for to go out there and, and prove some somebody wrong. Um, Love that, by yeah, the way. I don't, I don't know. I just I need the explanation. I need Coach to come out and say why. Like, why is he blowing all of these coverages? Like, last year, you have these excuses of, oh, we're getting used to the defense. There was no – there wasn't, like, this consistently just absolutely blown coverage. I just I want him to come out and give us a, an explanation because it's just it doesn't make any sense. I can't can't get my head wrapped around why this guy, Pro Bowler, most interceptions is completely not even in the right spot. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We, we'd love to get some answers. Whether or not we will uh, remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, not blowing big plays like that. I think seeing, I think they even made mention about it on the on the show. It was, uh, you know, you're you're forcing Russell Wilson to have to throw the ball or, or you're you're asking him to because they couldn't get the run game going. The the defense was able to hold the runs, you know, pretty, pretty well. I think they did get a couple chunk runs, but like overall, it was like they're not going to get anywhere unless they try to throw the ball. And if they do, we've got guys in the secondary that are ready to do it. J.C. Jackson just wasn't that guy. Once Mike Mike Davis got out there, it seemed to be a completely different it's ball a, game, especially for Russell Wilson. Clear before and after. Right. And that's the one thing that changed. Yeah. So yeah. it's an issue. And I'm glad we have Mike Davis. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that, that we have somebody that can step up in there and not just like a, a rookie that's like, all right, rookie, here's your shot. Good luck. Mm-hmm. It's Mike Davis, guy that's been with the team for for some time now. So it, it um, is the second week in a row, though, that you're seeing a starter on the defensive backfield get benched. Nas last week, JC this week. I don't right. It's like, let's go, guys. Let's get this crap figured out. Well, it sends a message, I think, to Nasir Adderley. You know, he he did start this last game, but he the, or this game, but he didn't start the previous game. And coach said, we're looking for competition. J.C. Jackson's got to know, hey, man, Mike Williams is sitting out here in the wing. And guess what? He did a better job than you this last game. So what are you going to do to get better? Step up. So I think it might be something that might help J.C. Jackson get in the right state of state of affairs. So. I hope, um, I hope we see the correct response from JC out of Exactly. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, we we this is his first year with the team. We don't know of how we don't really know what his response is going to be to getting benched. I'd like right. to think with wanting to play with Coach Staley, he's going to have the right mindset and understand that like this isn't this something that's is gonna challenge him. Right. We're not trying to damage your ego. We're trying to win a football game. So if he can be mature enough to recognize that and get better, I think. We'll, we'll find out. I'd like to think he will. I'd like to think that would be yeah, the situation. Hope so. Um, Kyle T., thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Kermit the Glizzy Gulper, yeah. who asked the question. How about Drew Tranquil, huh? Tough four and two, but with all the injuries, I'll take it. Has Dustin Hopkins ever been interviewed before? Super awkward, but I love it. LOL. Uh, should I be worried about going to a game in Atlanta? I might have a heart attack. There's a chance you're going to have a heart attack at any charge. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you might have a heart attack with the Seahawk game next gotta week. Embrace it. Yeah. You embrace might have a heart it. attack during the bye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have a heart attack by not being stressed out. Like my blood pressure won't be high. So it'll be like my body's like rejecting that. Yeah. Yeah. Heart attack during the bye. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no guaranteed games. We're not a team that guarantees a win at any point in time. Um, so yeah, but go represent us, but yeah, represent. I think, I think the charger fans are going to be coming out. I think the ones that are worried about coming out, I think now we've got fans that are basically everywhere. We've seen it on this podcast. They're all over the world. So if anything, what's that? So the brisket broads will be there. There you go. Come on. Just go for the broads themselves. Those guys, they've got the best vibes. So go for that. They'll, they'll get you right. Kermit, the glizzy gulper, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Bobby Caldrone. Bobby! Who asked the question. We're foreign Q, Q and one in division without very key players. Since quarter two of the Browns game, the defense has started to pick it up. Turns out Denver has a good defense. We won. There's stuff to work on. Both can be true. I'm happy. Let's ride? Yeah. 
yeah, uh, clearly Denver has a good defense. Yeah, they have a great defense, and we we've been down, man. Like our injuries are pretty pretty substantial. Corey Lindsley, Corey Lindsley not being there tonight was game changing. It's just that's yeah. it shows you exactly what it is. That guy is such a big deal, especially with Zion right there. Zion had a couple bad holds in the game. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just such a big deal that that you have to have your pieces. There's a couple of those pieces you have to have, and he's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, uh, we mentioned it. We hope that uh, we get him back here sooner rather than later. Um, but dude, being four and two, I mean, those that are pining yeah, for on. Brian Dayball, guess what? We got four wins too. Yeah, get I over. I just it. don't want to hear it. Any, I don't want to hear that anymore. I don't want to hear it anymore either. I mean, we're two and one in the division. The mute button's getting real sticky. <laughs> it's getting worn down. I'm have to it just says you. I haven't now. done it yet, but I'm getting close. <laughs> getting GD close. Um. All right. Yeah, Bobby Caldrone making great points. Thank you. Thanks, Bobby. For asking the question. Let's move it on now to Murder on My Street. Who asked the question? Here is our question. Why were we playing so scared on offense? Lombardi turned this into a defensive dogfight when it didn't have to be. K, love you bye. Jen and Deeds. I don't necessarily agree with that he made this, made us that. Like, that's not... No. I think our injuries and where we were at made it hard for him to be in the pocket and throw down the field. He yeah. threw over 50 times. Right. We were trying to move the ball. Right. It wasn't like a, a we had the reins on anything, pun intended. But it was a, a situation where there just wasn't enough time in the pocket. Exactly. And our leading receiver was Austin Eckler, and that's for a very specific reason. Quick passes, get it out, because you don't have enough time. Exactly. That's where it was. I, I have I have no fault for, for coach on this game whatsoever. Right. It, I, if Justin Herbert took yeah, shots I down the we, field, go ahead, yeah, Kyle. I think I think we need to I think we need to remind ourselves who our offensive line right is right now. Um, we exactly. Have a rookie at left tackle. We have Trey Pipkins at right tackle. We have a rookie at right guard. An injured Trey Pipkins, have, by the way. Yeah, we have Will Clapp at center. You know, it's like they're got to get the ball out. They're right. they the Justin talks about it in his post game. They were in a shell. They had too high the whole time. So you don't have, you can't take deep shots. Because then if he does take deep shots, he throws picks. You know what everyone's complaining about? Right. Why is Lombardi throwing the ball deep when they have too high shell? It's just, they, they that's what they gave us, and we took it. But stupid penalties kept slowing us down. I mean, if we didn't have all those holding penalties, we were getting three, four yards every single play. Yeah. We were moving the ball down the field, and then all of a sudden we'd have a 10-yard holding penalty, and we would get off track, and then we would get stopped. Mm-hmm. It was nothing to do with Lombardi calling conservative. It was that was what was available, and that's what we had to take, and that's what we were taking until we made mistakes. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. It, it just it was it was frustrating watching Justin Herbert, who's ninety nine percent of the time one of the most accurate throwers, especially on deep balls, and when he's rolling, too. and when he's rolling, he's he's scary accurate when he's even doing stuff like that. But there were a few times tonight that he overthrew some balls. Yeah. I don't. I don't hate. I'm not saying get rid of Justin Herbert. He's winning the worst corner magazine in the league. It, it's on just par with some of the people there. It was clearly an issue for him tonight. It wasn't his best game. Part of that had to do with an offensive line that was struggling against a defense that is Strong. pretty darn good. Yeah. So you got to get the ball out quickly, and it just it was uncharacteristic of Justin Herbert. It, is he done? No, I don't think Justin Herbert's done. He's obviously got a lot more in the tank. And, uh, and yeah, it was just, it was a rough game, but Hey, it was a win. Big fat W murder on my street. Thank you for asking Thank the you. question. Let's move it on now to real vernicious Kinid, certified fresh who asked the question. 
Our boys on the O-line were extra naughty tonight with all those penalties. They need a hard spanking. <laughs> Clearly, the loss of Corey Lindsley affected our line performance and limited the penetration of our RBs. <laughs> and it didn't seem challenging for the Broncos' defensive line to get through and pressure Justin Herbert. Do we have any other alternative O-line packages without Lindsay? that can keep Justin's beautiful body upright. All right, so any al- any other alternative online packages without Lindsay that can keep Justin's beautiful body upright? This is what we got. This is it. <laughs> You're hoping yeah. to bring pieces back. Like, this is like the kind of the base level. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's right. no other center going to come in. We right. saw Braden Hymas. This is not the option. Right. You know, I, I mean, what do we somebody. want? Storm Norton? Do we want yeah. Foster Sorrell to come in and, and try to make something happen? It's like, we're gonna, no. We're going to put the best guys on the field that we got, and that's what we had tonight. That was the best we got. Yep. And unless you go out and get somebody, but Corey Lindsley, he, right now he's one game on, one game off, one game on, one game off, and let's just hope there's more games on than off moving forward. Yeah, love to see him back next week. Real Vernicious Kanid, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Uckwheat. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question. Game balls go to Hopkins. Big balls, Hopkins. Once JC was benched, defense looked infinitely better. Why haven't we fired Lombardi yet? What kind of play calling was that? The Broncos got outcharged by the Chargers. Capisho. Uh, uh, we just talked about this one before. Yeah. I, I am not on the uh, got to get rid of Staley thing. I don't, I don't. Or Lombardi. I'm not sure. Yeah, sorry, Lombardi. I'm not sure what other people are like saying that I'm not. I feel like I feel like I'm an outsider a lot of the time because everyone's like, he's doing this wrong. He's doing that wrong. He's doing this wrong. I'm like. I'm not seeing it in relation to like mistakes or penalties or, you right. know, I, I'm just not, I'm not quite seeing it. Well, it's execution. We've talked about that before That's as well. It is, yeah. it, it's, it's not necessarily Lombardi's play call. It's we've got a banged up O-line. We don't have Keenan Allen out there on the field. We're facing a Broncos defense is super strong. You can only call certain plays. Like Kyle just said, they were playing with two high uh, in, in the secondary. So like, do you want Justin Herbert to go for it and get an interception, or do we want to go with what we know is going to work, which is, sadly, I mean, it's check if, down if offense. Any, if anything, I'm seeing our offense become more well-rounded. It's more run-pass, and they're kind of they're balancing out. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of finally feel like our offense is balancing out. Right. Today was frustrating because we couldn't get done. And I think what Coach said about the penalties was the big thing. Mm-hmm. So a clean game, I think you'll be able to see a clean game with those two guys back. Granted, that's not our full offensive you know, starters we want out there. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a huge improvement, and that was a good team. They've held a lot of teams to you know sub twenty performances. So right. I'm not I'm not embarrassed by that at all. All right, Akwe, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Luis Fernando Areza, certified friend, who asked the question. Let's go, Charger Dub man. I'm worried. I lost a lot of hair this game. I know a lot of people thought we were going to dominate, but I knew how good the defense of the Broncos would be. Plus, we didn't have much speed on the receiver, and and they keep double-teaming my boy Williams the whole time. Just a shout-out to my boy Hopkins for playing through the pain. What true grit. Anyways, I wanted to ask you, what do you guys think the main issue was not letting the offense get going? Was it good defense, bad offense, penalties, injuries, play calls? Would love your analysis. Bolt up, K. Love you, bye. I'd say all of the above. <laughs> yeah, they all work hand in hand. I think it's definitely the penalties and the not having our starters was the big thing. Yeah. 
just you give him time, he's going to be able to do what he wants. He was just getting moved around the pocket all day long. Yeah. And I don't even necessarily think it was bad offense. I think it, it was an answer to what the defense was. And that was our response, was getting those kind of play calling dink going. Dunk, yeah, dink stuff. and dunk. Didn't go over. He had a very low average depth of uh, target attempt. Yeah. And that's just what they gave us. That's what it was. So. That's what it was, is what it is. But yeah. I think I think you're right. It's almost every single one of those things, Luis. Uh, but thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to a free who asked the question. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Hour of Love, where we shout out our special bolts for the sweet performance. First, shout out to Derwin Hoosier, Daddy James, for a great performance and being all over that field. Shout out to Sony Don't Call Me a PlayStation Michelle for showing what a competent runner he can be in the absence of Joshua Kelly. Shout out to Khalil Mack for his work in the trenches. And a special bolt of love shout out to Drew put him to sleep tranquil with two sacks and making all the tackles that come his way. And just laying the JT Wood on Russell Wilson all night long. You want to ride something, Broncos Nation? How about riding this di- <coughs> uh, Excuse me. How about uh, riding back home with your head down between your legs? <laughs> Question for CC Gang. As happy as I am, we got to win. Anyone else's blood pressure spike up dangerously high level? I might need to lay off the salt for a few days. But that's going to do it for me tonight. Stay sexy, Bolt fam, because you know what the vibes. We outside. Okay, love, love you, bye. I love it. A thousand percent, my blood pressure is entirely too high. <laughs> yeah, I was stressful as shit. Yeah. But it was a weird one where it started off like I was like just like down. And then we came back. And then it was like this. Uh, it was like a ping pong game. It was game. very nerve-wracking, yeah. And then when we got that special team thing, it was just like everything just relaxed. But it was just... It was, it was an unleash, yeah. It was a lot. What, how, were, how did the boys do during the game there, Kyle? Were they excited or were they... Do, did they show any sign of being nervous about anything? No, they don't. They were not nervous about a thing. They were, they were just in awe of all the lights and the players and to be to be five years old. Ah, yes. Ah, the, the good old days. What a time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, Afree, thank you for asking the question. Moving on now to Bollywood Herbert, who asked the question. Oh, my question with Keenan and hopefully Lindsley back next week. Do you think our offense <laughs> will get back in its groove? Or do you think there should be some personal slash scheme changes? Hoo-ha. Or a bit of both. So we can remain first in the AFC West. Bolt up. P.S. Mike Dub caught that ball. Uh, okay. Well, uh, sadly, uh, we just lost Kyle, the coach, Duggan. I think his phone died. He fully died on him. Yeah. Fully died. So, Kyle, Godspeed, you drive, beautiful man. Drive safe, buddy. Um, all right. So, with uh, Lindsley and Keenan back next week, do we think the offense will get back in its groove? Or do we need some personnel or scheme changes? Not on offense. I, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Kelly. And if we bring in Spiller, True. yeah, that like, would be interesting. You know, as long as we can keep this running game going, like it wasn't much tonight, but it was still better than previous games where we right. have like 20 rushing yards. It was still a little bit more manageable. So, you know, we want to get 100 yards a game. I think that's the goal. So if we can keep that going, um, whatever we can do to keep that going. And then, um, yeah, dude, Keenan Allen, man, he's a pro it's bowler. It's going to open a up a lot of opportunities. He's a pro yeah. bowler for, for a, reason. a reason. And Corey Lindsley is a pro bowler for, for a reason. reason. 
Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Get those guys back. Bollywood Herbert, thank you for asking the question. Thank you. And so sad Kyle couldn't make it. We go out. <laughs> One more question. Dead Bolt. Who asked the question? That's right. Oh, Dustin Hopkins, you beautiful kinky bastard. I could suckle each of your toes on your triumphant foot. Yes, the pain must have been exquisite. And I must say, as a man who appreciates the pleasures of pain, I find myself somewhat envious. Speaking of suckling, Russell Wilson looked more frightens and a hairless gerbil in a warm bowl of butter. <laughs> yes. I love how he squirmed while he pressured him harder than a thousand twisting fists. <laughs> Once Bosa returns, while our pass rush locked down opposing quarterbacks in a dungeon of agony. <laughs> Oh, so deadbolt. Cute. As soon as I read this question, I was like, this is the one we go out on. <laughs> so this kinky. is it. I love it. It's kinkster. It's good. Um, deadbolt asks, once Bosa returns, will our pass rush lock down opposing quarterbacks in a dungeon of agony? <laughs> it's going to be. You remember the first game? Absolutely. You remember how many sacks what we had? What game did Bosa go out? Was it the Second game two? One. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that was the KC game, right? Yeah. Or was it KC or the one after that? I think it was the third game. I think it was the third game. Uh, the Jaguar game. Jaguars. Yeah, it was the Jaguar Jaguars. So, um, yeah, dude. Obviously, having Bosa opposite Khalil Mack is something that we've been salivating about all offseason, only to have it taken away from us by so week quickly. three so quickly. So not fair. Um, but Bosa's surgery does at least give a timetable of possibly coming back before the season ends. And when he does come back, assuming that he's back to cleared and good to go. Uh, yes, there will be a dungeon of agony, and that's where the quarterbacks will be from start to end of game. And no, you can't go in there. We <laughs> no. know how much you like it, but you can't go in there, Deadbolt. Dead you can't go in there. No. Go butter the gerbil. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, all right. Oh, Deadbolt, thank you for asking the question, and thank you all for asking questions in this really thrown together episode. It's like half instant reaction, half yeah. actual episode. It's a monster to say the least, it's but you made it. Oh God, We're yeah. to, it's we, one a.m. Yeah. Um, we are we are done here at Charger Chat again. Uh, for those of you that are interested in signing up for the Patreon, be ready for some fun times because we're going to have, have a lot of fun over there. If you like us having fun here, you're going to like us having fun there. You know it. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat this week, folks. Uh, don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you. Bye. He loves you. Bye. Butter. Butter. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Are you a weenie? Do you wince at the thought of getting boo-boos and owies? Then you need to visit Dustin Hopkins Pain Study Center, where we teach you how to push through the pain, and that pain is only temporary. So don't spend the rest of your life being a crybaby. Overcome your pain at Dustin Hopkins Pain Study Center. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, 
and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.